0: This is the Storm Report. Thank
1: you so much for listening today to the Storm Report podcast in association with the Storm Report Radio Network. The date is Thursday, May 14th, 2020. I'm your host, Tommy Castor. And on this episode, we're joined by president and meteorologist of the Storm Report Radio Network, Dan Holliday. Dan, thank you for joining us today.
0: Hey, Tommy, how are you?
1: I'm good, Dan. How are things with you?
0: Uh, well, it's it's probably about to get busy, um, and and you know that's that's one of those things that happens. We have a lot of radio stations that we, um, you know, update and keep uh, informed and, and do severe weather coverage for across Kansas and Missouri, and that looks to be a hot spot today. But you know, yesterday didn't turn out to be as exciting, and, and you were out chasing, weren't you?
1: Yeah, that's correct. We uh, we did not see anything. Uh, that was uh, of anything of note uh, yesterday. We ended up down in northern Oklahoma. It looked like there were some impressive storms uh, down in western Oklahoma and down in the Lubbock, Texas area that that uh, produced some really large hail and uh, some damaging winds and some really impressive shelf clouds. I saw uh, saw in the morning uh, some really impressive pictures. But no, we, we went out uh, northern Oklahoma, did not see anything and turned around and came back home.
0: Well, the chasers are going to be out again today and it's going to be shifting. It looks like a little bit further north and east. So absolutely. Whole different, whole different, whole different kind of scenario today.
1: Well, before we dive into that severe weather threat today, Dan, why don't we take a look at what happened on this day in weather history all the way back in 1923. Uh, farms were swept off the earth by what was probably an F5 tornado south of Lubbock, Texas. A man and his three sons were among the 23 fatalities. The damage path was up to a mile and a half wide. Now, there were storms down in the Lubbock, Texas area yesterday, but uh, nothing to that extent back in 1923. For today, that severe threat extends from uh, eastern Kansas up through central and north central Missouri uh, into Illinois, Indiana, and parts of northwestern Ohio as well. So, Dan, why don't you talk about today's severe weather risk.
0: Yeah. And then think about that in 1923, when that happened, they didn't have, I mean, that was just at the infancy, infancy of radio getting started. There was, it was just kind of like, you know, running out the door and yelling at your neighbor. There wasn't nearly the warning there is today and so many ways to get that. And hopefully today that you've, you've thought about, you know, where would I go? What would I do in a place of safety if there were severe weather that, uh, was nearby, but we do, we have a big severe weather risk. Um, across the central uh, part of the country, the central plains out of the Midwest. And specifically, I think we're most concerned about eastern Kansas and then uh, parts of, uh, I would say, parts of central and northern Missouri into western and central Illinois. That's where we have a higher risk of a tornado uh, spinning up um, with any of these storms that do form this afternoon. That puts Kansas City in the area, also Peoria, Illinois, and folks just north of St. Louis and even Kirksville, Missouri is going to be right on the edge of that and then surrounding that is a 2% risk of tornadoes and that doesn't mean a 98% chance a tornado won't happen. That just means sort of a concentrated area and that really covers Wichita, Topeka, folks uh, in Pittsburgh, Kansas and then the Lake of the Ozarks and stretches all the way into Western uh, Ohio up near uh, the, the lakes, the Great Lakes. So Pretty big area in terms of uh, the potential of tornadoes today, but we think what we'll see more than anything is some large hail and damaging winds with these storms. It looks like on some of the, the, uh, the HER models, uh, the storms want to form up uh, maybe in southwestern Missouri today, and then they sort of uh, begin developing along and near the warm front in uh, northeastern Kansas, and then uh, spread into northern Missouri and parts of Illinois and Indiana. So it will be interesting to see how it evolves as we talked about, Tommy, you know, Kansas has not seen a tornado uh, so far in, uh, in 2020. So um, with the, the many weird things that are already going on this year, uh, will today be the day? I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dan, one of the questions that I have for you today is uh, about, uh, as a meteorologist, something that I know a lot of people talk about, and you and I discussed this prior to going on air today, that uh, you know, I walked outside today and it just felt like a severe weather day here in Wichita, warm and muggy, breezy conditions. Uh, I know you mentioned that too up in the Kansas City area as well. Is there science behind that? If somebody walked outside and said they feel like it's a severe weather day, uh, is that legitimate, or is that just something that in their minds they, they want? Want to believe it's going to be a severe weather day?
0: No, it makes a great sense, and uh, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with it. Just for the fact that you know, when it's warm and humid outside, that um, that's the gasoline that uh, severe thunderstorms feed off of. And if you don't have that, if it's colder and drier air, oftentimes you know you're really kind of out of the woods. But uh, it is just one ingredient, and so when it, it has that warm and muggy feeling, it doesn't always mean severe weather, but it certainly is reminiscent because you think back to when there were big storms and tornadoes, and, and typically every time those have happened in your mind, you're going, I remember how warm and humid it was that day. I remember the south winds that were really gusty, and then that kind of triggers that thought that maybe it could happen again. So where you have that moisture in place, that's one of the ingredients. There's a number of things. The, the uh, wind shear plays a big role in, the, in, in tornadoes, and it's somewhat marginal today, but certainly not out of the woods for, for something like that to happen.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the timing of this severe weather event today, Dan. So we're recording this around lunchtime on Thursday, May 14th. Uh, What are we looking at as far as uh, a timeline for folks in the affected area?
0: Yeah, well, uh, as of 1150 uh, a.m. central time, we've seen a little line of storms go up in eastern Kansas to the west of Kansas City. And that's sort of the first round of of things here. That's, um, you know, just one phase of it. And then this afternoon, we'll likely see more storms develop As the system comes in from the west Um, so i would say mid to late afternoon we'll really start to see things pop and then uh, later on as we go into six seven o'clock this evening prime time for severe weather we'll see more storms form in and around topeka kansas city and then uh, sort of move southward and then i think later on tonight it becomes you know we'll probably have some hail and uh, strong winds but really it becomes a flash flooding threat and that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, extreme eastern Kansas, southeastern, south central Kansas and portions of southwestern Missouri in and around um, Lake of the Ozarks and points south into northwestern Arkansas have been put in this flash flood watch because we're going to get some heavy rain. And that's not only going to continue overnight, but also off and on into Friday and Saturday as well.
1: Well, Dan, obviously that severe weather threat is there, as is the flash flooding risk as we get into the next 24 hours. What does that flash flood risk look like?
0: Yeah, the flash flooding event's pretty decent, especially in, um, well, we'll pull this up here in just a second. I, I had the um, the other outlook I uh, was taking a look at and probably should uh, focus on southeastern Kansas, extreme eastern Kansas from Kansas City points southward down to Joplin, and then uh, maybe even into extreme northwestern Arkansas, while there's not a flash flood watch in effect, they could get some heavy rain. It goes on through, I would say, Versailles, Eldon, uh, central Missouri, even Columbia, then on up into um, Memphis, Missouri, and then uh, down into, well, actually Dubuque, Iowa is going to be in this as well, and uh, western Illinois. So those areas all under a flash flood watch. And what we're looking at in uh, in the flash flood watch is the potential for very heavy rainfall uh, tonight, overnight, into Friday morning, and uh, some, some roads that typically flood are going to get inundated and probably overrun, and uh, just, just the typical flooding issues. But Um, The threat should end by Friday morning, and uh, we may see another reissuance as we go into the weekend.
1: As we get into the next 24 hours or so uh, into Friday, obviously, we're still a little ways out. And and so things may uh, obviously change as time goes on. But there is a a severe weather threat again for Friday for a couple of different portions of the U.S., looking at the Red River Valley, southern Oklahoma, down into northwest Texas uh, and then even further south into Texas as well. And then in the New England area uh, up around New York City, Boston and so forth. So, Dan, why don't you touch on that severe weather threat for Friday?
0: Yeah, there's going to be two systems to watch. One that's going to be affecting a highly populated area in and around Boston, New York City. Um, that's the last thing they need is severe weather right now is, is, uh, is upside down as things have been there. And really, that's going to cover much of eastern Pennsylvania as well, too, into southern Rhode Island and Vermont. And uh, even Philadelphia is going to be in that uh, risk as well, too. So something to keep an eye on for folks there if you live in northeastern Colorado On the front range of the Rockies, you could have some hail and strong wind gust. And then there's another severe weather risk, primarily in western uh, and southwestern Texas. This would cover Midland, Lubbock, on into Lawton and Altus, Oklahoma. And then a marginal risk surrounds that. It covers uh, Wichita, Springfield, really the same areas as today and parts of uh, Arkansas. Um, It doesn't look like quite the setup that we have today, but there is a higher risk of tornadoes down in uh, northwestern uh, texas and uh, also southwestern oklahoma on friday so if there were tornadic activity looks like the best chance would be southern oklahoma and much of texas on friday and maybe even the, the northeast the new england has a very slight chance of uh, a few uh, spin-up tornadoes
1: yeah we will absolutely keep an eye on that severe weather threat on Friday and as conditions warrant we may jump on and do uh, another podcast uh, if necessary uh, before I let you go Dan you know obviously the storm report radio network uh, provides severe weather coverage on many many radio stations across the US so for folks that are in that uh, that slight risk zone today uh, and they're they're listening for information uh, what radio stations can they hear the storm report on.
0: Yeah, well, you could hear us on the AMI group of radio stations in, uh, in southwestern Missouri and southeastern Kansas. That would include 860, uh, KKOW. That's a place that they can listen. Also WIBW in Topeka. Um, you can listen at KNSS in Wichita, um, KACY1025, the river in Arkansas city. And then, uh, as you go a little bit further on to the Northeast, um, Kansas City. Uh, we have a number of stations you can listen to for severe weather coverage: ninety-four point one KFKF, ninety-eight one KMBZ, and then uh, also into um, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. We have a number of stations in Ohio that uh, that we do updates on, but uh, not as much in terms of severe weather coverage. So um, that would be that would probably be what I would suggest. And by the way, if you're listening in in and around Lake of the Ozarks, um, possibly. Um, I would say Eldon and Versailles, you can listen to uh, 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 95.1 KS95, and they have uh, severe weather coverage there as well.
1: Well, just make sure that if you're in that affected area from eastern Kansas through central and north central Missouri uh, and then into parts of Illinois, Indiana and even Ohio today that you are prepared. You have a plan uh, and that you're able to gather information and listen to the storm report on those local radio stations in the affected area. It's Dan Holliday. He is the president and meteorologist of the Storm Report Radio Network. Dan, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thanks so much, Tommy.
1: Well, and of course, we would love it if you hit that subscribe button. That way you're notified anytime there's a brand new episode of the Storm Report podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts everywhere. Uh, Basically, all the major platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Just make sure that you search for the Storm Report. You can find us there. You can also find us online at thestormreport.com. Follow us on Facebook at the Storm Report Radio Network and on Twitter at the Storm Report. Until next time, I'm your host, Tommy Caster. You've been listening to the Storm Report Podcast.